0: Hello, friend. It's Friday. We made it through another work week. Thanks so much for joining me on the Wayfair Podcast. Today, I'm Tom Vanderwell, and our chapter day journey takes us to Job 41. We're almost finished. We'll wrap it up on Monday. I chose verse 11. Uh, God says to Job, Who has a claim against me that I must pay? Everything under heaven belongs to me. Today's podcast is entitled, Sharks and Leviathans. Wendy and I have a little library of children's books that resides just past the entrance of our home in a corner of the living room. It's there for grandchildren and wee friends who come over for a visit now and then. Among some of our favorites, there are also a couple of picture books with exhaustive number of different photos of creatures and critters and creepy crawlers from the animal kingdom. Our grandson Milo quickly learned that Yaya, that's Grandma Wendy, has this thing with sharks. She didn't like them. I mean, sharks produce a fear in Wendy that she'll admit is slightly irrational. But no wonder, she doesn't even want to see pictures of them. So, of course, Milo always wants to read the Creatures book and make Yaya look at sharks. (laughs) God's final discourse to Job ends with two ancient Hebrew poems that are somewhat mysterious. Each describes a mighty creature. The first describes a behemoth, and the other a leviathan. Now, the words are transliterations of the original Hebrew letters because the exact identification of the animal or creature being described has been lost to us. Thus, the mystery. Both the behemoth and the leviathan are mentioned multiple times in other biblical texts, by the way. Now, scholars over the years have suggested that behemoth's description, an amazingly strong and dangerous semi-aquatic herbivore, might suggest it is a hippopotamus. Hippos are often mistaken as docile creatures. I, I don't know if you know this, but hippo attacks account for the deaths of about 500 people each year leviathan is a bit different story because while some scholars suggest that it could refer to a crocodile well if that's true then the description is hyperbolic and exaggerated now it's certainly possible that hyperbole was a literary device in the ancient hebrew poem as i read the leviathan poem in the quiet this morning it appeared to me that it describes your standard dragon Other scholars agree and suggest that Leviathan is a variation of a mythological creature from ancient Canaan called Lotan. It's a seven headed dragon who mythologically symbolized almost invincible power that stands in opposition to God. This caught my eye as I read about this morning because our local gathering of Jesus followers is studying the book of Revelation, which in chapter 12, verse 3, describes what? An enormous dragon with seven heads fascinating no matter what the mysterious behemoth and leviathan are the point that god is making is perfectly clear each represents an untamed dangerous creature that would immediately strike fear in Job. it's kind of like young milo showing yaya pictures of sharks (laughs) look at this creature and be scared. God is in essence saying, if you're afraid of confronting a behemoth or a Leviathan, how much more afraid should you be of the creator who made them? Isn't the creator far greater in power and danger than either of them? In the quiet this morning has me thinking once again about that which is holy. When Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him up on the mountaintop and they saw him transfigured into blinding glorious light before their eyes while the voice of God thundered. Matthew writes that the three disciples fell face down to the ground, terrified. I think about the three disciples who day by day enjoyed an intimate human relationship with Jesus. They laughed at him, ate meals with him, told stories around the campfire at night. They enjoyed familiar friendship and companionship with him when they experienced his unveiled power and glory on the mountain, they got a dose of his holiness and they hit the ground face down. God is reminding Job of his holiness and it's a good reminder for me as well. I have experienced a relationship with Jesus full of grace and love and forgiveness But I should always be mindful that Jesus' love and grace does not diminish his holiness, and neither should I. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. We'll be back here on Monday, Lord willing, to uh, wrap up Job. I hope you join us.